Running Over Pedestrians, the great unheralded sport of our age. Please note that the captain has turned on the please fasten your seatbelt sign. We hope that you all will obey this sign, otherwise we will have to change it to the slightly less friendly buckle up bonehead sign. Emergency exits are located towards the rear and midsection of the plane. Just look for the doors people seem to be jumping through. In the event of turbulence, please remain calm and do not run up and down the aisles screaming, oh my god we're all going to die, like a jackass. I only did that once. And I thought God was punishing me for making my girlfriend ride in the back with the pets so I could fly first class. Should there be a sudden drop in cabin pressure, masks will drop from the panels above you. They're really scary, but I'm afraid they won't help you breathe. In the event of a water landing, your seat can act as a flotation device. Fuck all good it's going to do you in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. In the unlikely event that a clown with a big quick nose, polka dot shirt, red suspenders, yellow trousers and big floppy shoes should appear, do not panic. It's just Bofo from seat 4A. If the suspenders are blue, however, you are hallucinating and will be taken to the tent in the back of the plane immediately. Should we happen to crash in the Andes and only a few of us survive, we request that you please wait until the last packet of peanuts has been consumed before eating any of your fellow passengers. Enjoy your flight and thank you for flying Air Titanic. May God have mercy on us all. Excuse me, miss. Where is this plane headed? Uh, what does your ticket say, sir? Los Angeles. Oh, so that's where we're going. I'm afraid this plane is going to hell, sir. What? Los Angeles isn't that bad. You must have mistaken the two. It happens all the time. How do you tell the difference? The movies made in hell are much nicer. Hey, Bob. Yeah, Tony? Guess what I've got? Not Herbie's again. No, I've got tickets to the Elton John concert. Damn, how the hell did you get those? Oh, well, you see, I was lounging on a beautiful beach as the sun was setting. The birds were singing with the lapping waves of the sea in the background, and I thought about how wonderful a time I was having. To make a long story short, the priest had to be killed because he knew too much, and I managed to get the tickets from inside his underpants. You're going to hell, Tony. Yeah, I know. My mom told me that when I was five. This is your captain speaking. We're approaching our destination. The local time is 66 past 6, and the temperature is a brisk 451 degrees Fahrenheit. Watch out for dense smog and sulfur. Thank you. Are you sure we aren't in L.A.? Would you like a packet of peanuts, sir? Oh, yes, please. Well, piss off, you fat bastard. You've had eight already. We should be descending in just a moment. Remember, this is your last chance to repent your foul, vile deeds. Lucifer is offering a free cocktail, however, if you continue your trip directly into the bowels of Shoal. Thank you. I could use a drink about now. Welcome to Delirium! 
Uh, this looks like hell to me. Yes, we call it delirium now because not a lot of people wanted to go to hell. It's become kind of a hard sell. Oh? Hi, would you like to burn in hell for eternity? Um, no. Would you like to burn in delirium forever? Ah, oh, that sounds cool. The people are very easy to deceive, you see, because they're very stupid. You know when I asked you to look after my dog? Yeah? You knew I didn't mean beating it to death with a club, didn't you? Oh. Yeah, I know. There's nothing funny about beating dogs. That's why I buy cats. Is it just me or is heaven overrated, Father? Why do you say that, Father? Well, it's all about clouds and such. Yes? I'm fucking Irish! I'm sick of these goddamn fucking raining clouds! Surely it doesn't rain in heaven, Father. Oh, it rains fucking buckets! It's a goddamn aquarium in heaven! There's been an accident. You know Father Rosenthal? Yeah? I accidentally shot him through the heart. That's terrible. I would have aimed. Why say that about Father Rosenthal? He's an annoying son of a bitch! Yes, he is. He would constantly draw it on and on about the Trinity, make bad puns, and chuckle like a horse. That, and he used to sing poker songs he'd improvise on the spot! Not to mention how he used to masturbate during Mass. No, that was Father Campbell. Well, it was still fucking annoying! Come on, you can't mean it. How do you really feel about people who do annoying things like that? I hate them! I think they should be butchered! What, what about the grieving families afterwards? I'd kill them! But aren't you a priest? No, I'm a murderer! Yup, he sure is. He did it in Father Hatch last summer. That kindly old man who raised money for charity? Yeah, I sliced his head in two with a can opener. Serves him right. He was always so damn holier than thou. Now, I'm an average man, with an average job, living in an average home with my lovely spouse. You can imagine my surprise when I came home one afternoon to hear my conservative British wife of three years say to me, HIT ME! It was musical, it was touching, it was beautiful. She'd never given me a blowjob before, much less allowed me to see what she'd been doing with the sheep. Father Hatchet, is that you? Oh my, Father Rosenthal, great to see you. I just got here on the latest flight. Great. Well, we've got to find Father Jameson and Riley. Tell them the good news. They're here too. Oh yes, most of us are. Why are there so many priests in hell? Well, I've been thinking about that, and my mind wanders to the story of Father Azrael, who was so selfless that he forfeited the joys and splendor of heaven, so he could traverse into the fiery pit to redeem the souls of the damned themselves. Wow, really, Father? Is that what we're here to do? I'm pretty sure that's why we're here. 
Either thought it was what we did to all those young boys. Welcome to Hell Today. In this episode, we will be looking at the famous and the infamous, and their contributions to the Infernal Pit. First, we have Higinti on the street, with the Supreme Being himself. God, I didn't expect to see you in hell. What sin could have brought you down here? Low self-esteem. What, you? I stopped believing in myself. Oh well. Damn, that sucks. Got any donuts? I would like to take a moment to endorse Winchell's cream butter. But it tastes like crap. There's a buck forty-nine down the toilet. Next, the butter. I don't believe it. Sister Nun Ninja Sluts 5, The Reckoning. Don't you have that one already? No, I've got Sister Nun Ninja Sluts 4 at home. Pray Harder, it's called. Well, add that one to the shopping cart then, Father Timothy. But I've already bought three videos and 12 illegal spank mags. I'll just have to come by tomorrow with some more of the tithe money. Oh, I couldn't go charging a man with cloth pornography, Father. I wouldn't feel right doing it. I'm just a customer like anyone else. I want to pay for this disgusting heat and this sinful filth. No, I never charge priests when they come in here. Yes, I heard about that inflatable woman you just gave away to Father Rosenthal. That was very kind of you, but I really wouldn't feel right just taking these. I understand. How about I just give you 50% off? 50%? That's very generous. Are you sure we couldn't make it 30% or 20% off even? I mean, some of these illicit materials must have been very troublesome for you to acquire, especially all the ones with the donkeys. Alright, 30% off for you, a man of the cloth. I just wouldn't feel right about myself otherwise. That's so very kind of you. Thank you, Father Alex. Don't mention it. Walking into British Fish and Chips this rainy February Saturday, I greeted the kindly Asian proprietor and ordered my meal. Fish and Chips takeaway, please. One order. British fish and chip. Oi, uh, you got some malt vinegar? Oh no, you no like. Here, ketchup. I don't want any ketchup. I prefer just some malt vinegar. Oh no, malt vinegar too English. You like ketchup more. Look, I don't want any bloody ketchup. You like some tartar sauce? Well, yes, that would be very good for the fish. For the nice, vinegary, fried fish, as the name British fish and chips would imply. But malt vinegar, no. But I like the stuff. Look, I want the fish swimming in vinegar. It was then that I got a good look at the chips, which were about as English as McDonald's. Hey, these are curly fries. Oh yes, English love curry fry. What? I never once had curly fries in England. Chips are chips, you know, like steak fries. If you don't like the chip, why did you order them? Well, I thought they'd be proper chips, not curly fries. Ah, okay, I understand. You want vinegar? What? I was thrown for a second as I had nothing to do with the current curly fry discussion. Yes, I would like some malt vinegar for the fish and these curly fries. Ah! But out. Out? But this is a fish and chips place. Didn't you account for the fact that there might be some customer who might be enticed by the name British Fish and Chips actually want to eat fish and chips here? 
Oh no, we mostly said Chinese food. Want some chow mein? Mayonnaise can be a meat. What's funnier than a midget? Um, I don't know. A midget on fire! traditional bagpipe music of Seamus McGee so remarkable isn't his skill with the bagpipes. It's the fact that he's actually making this incredibly accurate bagpipe sound on a cat. Thank you for calling Gotham's customer care. How may I help you? Yes. I need to speak with you about that really big fish thing you sell. Our family dinner pack? Hmm, yes. The family dinner pack. First, let me thank you for making a family dinner pack. It's good you understand. However, instead of ten pieces, the promised amount, there were, in fact, eleven. Yes, well, sir, that's more. It was probably shipped by weight. Well, look, okay, let me just explain. I'm trying to run a cult here, okay? And, like, everything has to be perfect. If there are 11 pieces, then that means someone has to get an extra one, right? And, of course, I have to take it because I am the messiah here, okay? Basically, it just disturbs me that my cult can be so easily off-balanced by your fish products. I mean, fishes and loaves of bread are the food of the Lord. Well, um... We're really sorry. We didn't mean to cause you any distress. I have already forgiven you for your sins in this matter, but I just need you to know that you have to think about these things in the future. Thank you. And now, the best sketch ever written and performed by chimps. Good evening. Tonight on Animal Anomalies, our topic is chimps. Chimpanzees, are they man's closest relatives, a true intelligent species in their own right, or are they simply a bunch of banana-eating, meat-beating bastards? And now, we're in the Vatican, we're supporting the chimpanzees! Really, your holiness, Pope John Paul IV? Oh yes, the chimps, they're happy little fuckers, no? Do you support the Darwinian claim that chimps share a common evolutionary ancestor with humans? Charles Darwin can suck at the Pope's infallible dick. You know what I'm saying? So, obviously you do not support the Darwinian claim that the human race is nothing more than hairless apes. Hairless? You never met my cousin Vinny, have you? You want to talk about hair? I'm afraid, Your Holiness, that we have to interrupt you because the Messiah is about to call a pie company. Hello, is this the pie company? Home run pie, sir. How may I help you? You wish to help me? Yes, sir. That's my job. 
Great, job loyalty is what I need. You see, we're coming down on hard times. There's going to be a war, a plague, and a famine, as predicted in the Bible. We'll need people who know how to make pies. You shall make pies, my son. A list. Yes, it has been written. Still, I cannot give you my address, for it is in a sacred mountain bunker location. Do you have email access, my brother? Uh, well, sir, thank you for calling. What? Hey, fuck you, I'm Jesus! Thanks for calling my living ass! You'll thank me when I want you to! Bastard! Lucifer has some really neat Nikes. Sure, he may be the Prince of Darkness, the most twisted of the proud, and the most evil being in the universe, but he sure has great taste in shoes. Meanwhile, in the fiery blaze of the Infernal Pit, is it just me or is hell a real downer, Tony? What do you mean? Well, that, that demon who comes in and sticks a pitchfork into my brain every Saturday. Tim? No, he's on with the branding iron on Sundays. I'm talking about Terry. Oh, yes. Every weekend, Terry used to chop my head clean off and then urinate on it. He's the best. A real professional, that one. I see what you mean, but they aren't much for conversation, are they? No. Terry would always tell me to fuck off and die like the puny son of a bitch that I am. Really? Oh, you're lucky. Why? What does he do to you? He's always going on about gardening. Damn, that's the worst. He must really hate you. At least I'm not a priest. What? I said at least I'm not a priest. Is that supposed to be a link? Yeah. It isn't working, is it? I suppose we'd better pay our new neighbors a wee visit. Right, John, Father. Let's just pop over, shall we? Yes, best to do it straight away. Hello? Hitler! Ah, good! Das ist so nett, wenn man erkennt ist. Kommen Sie herein. Uh, this is a lovely place you got here, Hitler. Uh, bitte sagen Sie, Veronica. Möchten Sie ein Butterbrot mit Erdnussbusse, Banane und Essiggurke? Eh, no thank you. We ate on the plane. Oh, es tut mir leid, das Badezimmer ist hinten. That's very good to know, thank you. Meine Lederhosen gefallen Ihnen? Yes, they're very nice. Danke, ich habe sie selbst gemacht. Gefällt Ihnen das Schmetterlingmuster? Oh, yes, it's lovely. Uh, sind Sie jetzt in die Turnhalle gegangen? Uh, no. Oh, es ist so schön. Und man kann mit anderen Männern duschen und niemand wird man anhalten. Is it just me? Or has Hitler been speaking German the entire time? Yes, I noticed that as well. Hitler ruled over Germany for many years, so it's perfectly natural. I suppose. But this is an American English program. Surely a convention holds that Hitler should be speaking English too. Well, this Hitler has breast. I don't care what language he speaks. Other than that last comment, I agree. No one will understand my lines in German. Well, I do, Andrew does, you do, and I'm sure Israel does. But what about the audience? How are they supposed to follow? Ah, fuck the audience. That's not very nice. How could you say that? The audience are voyeurs, people observing a creative process over which they have no control. They have agreed to this by listening to the show. They can easily turn it off, go for a walk, call a friend on the phone, or actually get to work for a change. They have no claim to the show. They are disgusting, foul perverts who would delight in molesting us for their own deviant purposes. What? I'm sure our audience is comprised of nice, wonderful people who just want to have a little fun. You don't think they could be deviant sadomasochists who would gleefully whip us into submission and make us wear a variety of kinky costumes for their depraved lusts? Not at all. Damn! Well, screw that! I'm not entertaining the likes of them!
And that, surprisingly, was Sidfuso, a badly recorded and chavily edited audio program featuring the voices of Charles Daniels, Claire Morrell, Andrew Hobbs, and Israel Brown. Sidfuso was created by Charles Daniels. The script was written by Charles Daniels and Andrew Hobbs. The music we ripped off included theme by Sibomato from Viva La Woman, Black Sabbath's Nativity in Black from the album Black Sabbath, and if you care about any of the other stuff, you're more of a wanker than we thought. Charles Daniels, Nine Fucks, Two Breasts, and a Bullshop.